Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo bang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of yourself. Let's get this money. Hey boo, hey, happy Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this on. Okay, so the kids are currently running around up and down the hall with their dad and I hear King at the door, but we're going to try to make this like happen. So today is part three of the How to Sell Your Offers series that I'm doing. And today we're going to be shifting fully into that E part of the Becoming CEO framework. So today we're going to talk about how to transition from nurturing to a sales conversation. So we've talked about mindset, we've talked about, you know, visibility and getting in front of people. And now we're going to talk about getting into that pitching energy. Okay. So the E part of the framework involves executing your marketing and sales strategy, which means that you have to have a system and process to actually sell and have that sales conversation. So today I'm just going to share with you how I move from, you know, passively engaging, being visible, all those things and nurturing into a sales conversation. So here's the thing. I know that it's awkward trying to make that jump when you don't know how, right? When you don't know how to go from, you know, talking about your kids, talking about, you know, whatever we're talking about on threads, right? It can be hard to transition from there so to actual sales conversation, like let's go on a sales call or, you know, this is how I can support you on my offer or whatever, right? Even I have like coaches, right? That coaches that I hire and work with, I can tell for them that sometimes it's awkward, like when it's time for me to resign or, um, you know, maybe we're taking a break and they're coming back to pitch me again. Like I can tell like the transition is sometimes awkward and I get that, right? So I'm going to give you all the tea here on how I do it with confidence, right? Because I never feel awkward. I'm be honest. If I've ever pitched you, if I've ever like transitioned the conversation, I want you to know right here and right now with all honesty, I have never felt awkward. Um, now, if if I did this pre-2020, then yeah, I was probably a little awkward. But since 2020, your girl has not been awkward at all. And it's because I really do have like a system for how I transition into that conversation. So the first step is to build that um, rapport and connection, right? This is the nurturing. This is what we talked about in the visibility. Um, in the visibility, I was more so giving you like the, the what to do. But I want to like kind of go a step further and just say like, you really want to nurture and just build a connection with people. Be really intentional. Begin the conversation by genuinely connecting with the person on a personal level. So a lot of times I do this through stories um, because, you know, that's what people share the behind the scenes. Right now I'm doing it on threads as well because people are like sharing all types of things on threads. And so, you know, I just jump in the conversation there, right? Um, but sometimes a feed post is perfect, right? Maybe somebody shares something transparent on the feed. And so from there, you know, I might like, if I don't want to reply like publicly, I might like send them their own post and then comment, you know, in their DMs. But even simply like just engaging on people's content, that can start the ball rolling because they get used to seeing you, you know, and seeing your name as someone that they're having a conversation with, right? And listen, even me, 
I will look like if someone comments on my stuff and they comment like consistently or if they're always sending me DMs like my stories, I'm going to go look at their page, right? I want to check them out and see who they are. People are going to do the same for you. You want to show interest in their life, ask open-ended questions, and just actively listen. Like establish a friendly conversation and build a foundation of trust. I'm not telling you to jump in and like, oh, I'm going to like three posts and leave two comments. Like, no, I'm saying like, be a real human. Like, how would you, you know, engage with one of your girlfriends? And I want you, I want to caution you to not like jump into the friend zone because that's, that's very easy to happen. But also guess what? I like doing business with my friends. I'm just going to be honest. I love doing this. I love paying my friends, right? I want, if I'm going to pay somebody, I want her to be my friend. And so I know a lot of people talk about the friend zone as the kiss of death, but not really, right? There's a boundary that we can set between this is what I do for my business. And this is a Kiki and on Instagram, right? There's two, that's two different energies, right? And Everybody respects that, right? Everybody respects that. And I would hope that nobody assumes that just because you talk and just because you're engaging with their content or whatever, I hope they wouldn't assume that that means that they are entitled to you working for free, right? That for, for you serving them and supporting them in their business or in their life for free, right? And if they do, hey, you can just wash your hands of it and keep moving, right? But I really want you to just first step one, establish that rapport, that connection. Step two, I shift into identifying their needs or challenges. So here's the thing. This is why I say you listen, like actively listen, actively pay attention, right? So maybe like, you know, if you're texting, it's like paying attention. But like during friendly conversations, you need to be looking for cues or opportunities to understand their needs and challenges, right? Listen for if they like mention any pain points or any areas where your product or service can provide value. You want to be attentive and empathetic to their concerns or their aspirations or their goals, right? Um, Something uh, that I find that works really well when it comes to this is because you've been engaging with them, they're going to start engaging back with you. And so what you can do is you can start creating polls that will allow you to ask questions and then they will respond. And then now you can have a deeper conversation that's business focused. So, you know, sometimes it can be hard to like, oh, you know, like how do you ask someone a question that's going to make them like tell you about their business? Sometimes it's like a little bit clunky. So instead do polls, do different things, um, you know. If you really want to, and this is after you've really established like some really good rapport, you can you can start talking about their business, right? Like you can just say like, oh, I loved your post on X, Y, and Z, you know, whatever, whatever, right? Like you can start like, I sometimes I will start a conversation from their content, right? Because from their content, that tells me a lot, right? It'll tell me a lot about a person and we can go back and forth about that. And eventually they're going to ask me about myself. Like people are very reciprocal, right? So when you start... Uh, talking about their content, talking about their business, they're going to start talking about yours. And, you know, something that a lot of people don't talk about is like being your client's client, right? Sometimes I've signed a client because I was their client first, right? Um, and so, you know, I'm not saying that everybody has to be, uh, you know, you have to pay everybody in order to be your client. No, but sometimes like that's an effective, not, I'm not going to say strategy, but like it just happens, right? It just happens that because you invested with them, the, the money comes back to you, right? And a lot of times more, right? Like, cause I know my coaching is usually a lot more than sometimes what I, what I've paid for a service, but I got my needs met and they got their needs met too, right? So everybody still wins here. But anyway, just going back to identifying those needs, you want to just make sure that you're asking deeper questions to really build your understanding of what they need, right? And a question that I sometimes ask to like move the conversation along, if I notice that like, they're right on the edge of like, okay, we're going to have a business conversation is I'll just say like, oh, what kind of goals are you working towards? 
that's a great like entry question for people and again i only do it for people that i really really think we're really going somewhere um and the reason why i don't do this for everybody is because this is this is also a question that you can get ghosted on very easily um this question works really well at the beginning of the quarter at the beginning of the year um even at the beginning of the month i find some success with this question any other time it is a little bit challenging to ask this question and you may get ghosted so i'm very careful before i pull that question out but you really want to just identify where you can actually support them so the third step, and one of the most important steps that I find is because we're already moving the conversation, right? We've built the connection. We've, we've transitioned into an area where we are identifying their needs. And so again, like I said, identifying those needs is looking for where you can start talking about business, right? And it's, it may not happen at the gate. And this is why watching people's stories and paying attention to their content, responding to their content is a great way to just shift the conversation from, oh, your kids are cute to, oh, this is what you do. Well, this is what I do, right? This is how I serve people. Um, something else that happens to me a lot is that like somebody will post something and I'll have like really relevant feedback. So I'll comment that on the post, but then I'll also hop over into the DMs and start having a conversation there as well about that piece of content. And it just gets people to shift the conversation over to talking about business, right? Look for those cues, look for those opportunities. I break this down even more in depth inside of um, becoming CEO. So you can like see all about it there. But anyway, after that, share relevant success stories or examples. So this is a really fun thing that I like to do. Um, I don't do this for everybody. I'll be, I'll be completely honest. I don't do this for everybody because sometimes people just like, the conversation just doesn't make sense to add this step in. So I'll say step three is optional, but you want to share, um, you know, relevant stories or relevant examples. Um, you have identified what their need is, right? So once you know their challenge, their need, and you know that it aligns with a certain offer, at that point, you can share how your offer has helped someone else. So you can talk about, you know, how somebody else has maybe overcome a similar challenge or how they have achieved, you know, some kind of similar result, like desired outcome. And then you can talk about the value of your offer. Now, here's the thing. I'm very careful to not go straight in and pitch, right? It's more so like, you know what? Like I'll say something like this. If someone tells me, you know, um, they have X, Y, and Z problem, right? Or this is what they're dealing with. I'll be like, you know what? I actually get that. One of my clients literally just had that same problem and we just tweaked her system and she was able to double her revenue. Um, a more accurate example actually is from a photography client I just recently had where she was saying that she didn't feel like she was photogenic or whatever. And I was like, girl, stop playing with me. Like, you're definitely photogenic. All my clients rave about how they look in their images, um, you know, but I know that, you know, simply... I know how to just make you comfortable in front of the camera. Like I get it can be awkward, but with me, it's a whole vibe. Like I literally said that to her and she was like sold from there. Um, but something else that I've also done is like, because I'm having a conversation with someone, I'll just be like, well, you know, I had a client that had something like this. Have you considered doing X, Y, and Z, right? And I don't like give a full breakdown or anything. I'm just like, have you considered doing this thing? Because this is what we did inside, you know, coaching and it worked for her. You know, I'd be like, oh my God, I never tried that. I never thought about that, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, you know, like at that point now I just dive deeper, right? I'm like, you know, yeah, like you said this was your situation. And so step four is clarifying what's what's going on with them, right? Clarifying and getting them to have that deeper conversation. So 
at this point, like you see, like just with that last example, we are in the thick of a conversation. So this is now your chance to really shine. And so I don't want you to coach in the DMs. I don't want you to coach in these conversations. But what I do want you to do is to showcase that you've helped people get the same result. And so, you know, I'm telling this girl like, oh, have you considered doing X, Y, and Z? And she's like, you know, I actually have. And I'm like, you know what? Like you should really um, you should really think about this. But before I like continue talking about this, I want to make sure we're on the same page. Your biggest issue is this, right? And I clarify, like, I get them to clear up for me so I really understand what their problem is. So that when I'm ready to pitch, I know this is the problem that I'm speaking to. So after I've talked about, you know, oh, I helped this person do this. Have you considered doing that? You know, now I'm clarifying what their problem is. So at this point, if, you know, if they say yes, that's great, right? Because I want them to say yes. I want them to tell me that I was right. Um, and if they want, I want them to add a little bit more, right? A lot of times people are like, yeah, that's exactly what it is, you know, and also I'm, I'm having this struggle, right? So they might give you a couple extra nuances, right? But that's great. At this point, I go ahead and start the soft pitch. I'm like, oh, okay, girl, well, I totally get it. You know, I actually cover how to sell your high ticket offers inside my signature program, Becoming CEO. Now, at that point, I'm going to go into step five, which is to ask for permission to discuss further, right? So I'll just ask respectfully, like, can we keep talking about this? So I'll be like, you know, after I say, like, we, I talk all about this inside my high ticket offers. I'm sorry. I talk about how to sell high ticket offers inside Becoming CEO. At that point, I might say something like, you know, um, uh, would you like to hear more about how I can help you do whatever, right? Like whatever their goal is, whatever their issue is. And, and then at that point, I'll be like, okay, you know, we can hop on a call or, you know, we can keep chatting right here. What feels best for you, right? I'm really just like trying to figure out, okay, how can we continue to discuss this further? Where can we continue to have this conversation? Is it going to be here in the DMs? I'm fine with the DMs, right? But, you know, is it here? Is it on a call? Whatever. I'm trying to, again, we're trying to continue to transition the conversation to move it closer and closer towards, okay, I know you're having this problem and here I have a solution. Now, let me be honest, a lot of times I don't even have to go through all this because people will jump straight to how can I, how can you, like, how can I get more information? How can you book me? Sometimes you don't have to go through all these formal steps. And so I'm telling you these steps as more so a, a frame of reference for how a conversation goes, not necessarily for you to be like, okay, I got to do step one, I got to do step two, I got to do step three. No, because a lot of times I skip steps because it's just, we just jump into it naturally. But the biggest thing that I want you to remember is that you always want to ask for permission before you continue to try to have a sales conversation. The biggest mistake I see people make when they're trying to do sales in the DMs is you don't get you don't get permission. And when you don't get permission, it really turns people off. And that's when you get ghosted. So without that permission, you will find yourself ghosted. And you don't want to do that. So just make sure that before you really like go hard and talk about your offer, you ask for that permission and just make sure that they still want to keep having that conversation there in the DMs and not on a call, right? So I give people options. You know, for some things I don't like have an option. I'm not going to get on a call for, you know, like when I used to have the membership, I wasn't going to, well, actually I did get on a call for membership. So that's not a good example. But let's say I have like a $20 ebook. I wouldn't get on a call for that. Um, but you know, for my programs and stuff, I do consider a call if I can tell the person like, you know, really is not like super uh, responsive in text or whatever. Um, but also like I'll do voice notes. So it really is like in everything, just getting that permission from them. So um, the last few steps, it just looks like really, if you decide to continue that conversation, maybe via the DMs, you want to present your benefit and your value, right? Once you have that permission, you just want to talk about, you know, like 
high level, right? The high level, what's the big picture of your program? Let them know what that is, right? And focus on like the positive impact, right? So whatever they're telling you is their issue or their situation, you just want to present, you just want to share with them like maybe one thing that they can get from your program that's going to solve that um, specific problem. And then at that point, you know, they're going to be coming back to you probably with like some questions or, oh, my baby's crying. I don't know if you guys can hear him, but my baby's crying. And King's going to go get him. He's so sweet. Okay, I'm back. My laptop's about to die, so I have to go really fast to finish this. But anyway, you want to address any kind of concerns or objections that may come up. And by this point of the conversation, you're going to start meeting resistance, right? And it's maybe not going to be super hard resistance, but it might be like, you know, how much is this offer? Um, you know, uh, when do I need to sign up? I bought, like people start asking those types of questions. And so that at that point, you can either send them a sales page or you can, you know, hop on a call with them. There's several things that you can do at that point. Um, but you want to go ahead and just honestly, and transparently address any kind of concerns that come up with them. I promise if you can hear the baby crying, Tay has got the baby, they're probably changing diapers or something crazy. So everything's okay, but I'm gonna keep it rocking. Um, so the next step is to, of course, offer like that hard call to action. I hate to call it a call to action, but like, honestly, you're just getting that, that, that final here's the next step, right? So what I like to do is I like to just say like, okay, you know, um, it, I'll check back in with you on X, Y, and Z day, right? Like if they, you know, cause in the DMs, you don't know when they sign up. So, you know, you could just be, I say something just as simple as like, oh, you know, if I don't see you in by Friday, I'll just check back in with you on Monday or whatever, you know, like just something so that you can have like an uh, actual follow-up with them because I hate to follow up with people and they don't know I'm following up. But that's just me. Like I like to, I like for you to know that I know that we have a, a date, we have an appointment, right? So, um, so I like to do that and then just make it really easy, right? If they, if it's, you know, giving them a button so that they can go check out, right? Giving them the link, giving them whatever they need they can actually go check out but you want to be really clear on what that is and the last step and i just hope that my baby is not screaming through this because y'all gonna be like this girl just talk right through her baby but listen y'all know y'all know y'all know how motherhood is and when dad has the baby like i'm not gonna fight him to get the baby back so it's okay but the last step is just to maintain the relationship right it's so important that we maintain relationships when we are selling right when we are in the midst of a sales conversation um sometimes people don't immediately convert and that's okay right a lot of times people don't immediately convert with me but they do because I continue to nurture the relationship I continue to follow up like with personal life like me talking straight to them messages I continue to add, add value and I just continue to engage with them and um and really like be intentional about building a relationship with them outside of me trying to sell to them, right? I engage on their stories. I engage, engage on their posts, right? I really try to be a human because when they're ready, they will circle the block. And that's something that people don't talk about. People circle the block and it's okay, right? It's okay for them to circle the block. It's okay for them to not join right now in the moment. It's okay, right? They will come when they are ready. It's our job to just get them through that sales conversation. So that's how I kind of run things, how I transition it from nurturing into selling. I hope you were able to see the full range of how this happens. Um, and yeah, this is part three. Part four is going to happen on Thursday. It's going to be our last part for this four-part series. So thanks for hanging out with me and my screaming day. I'm going to figure out what's going on. But until next time, I will talk to you later. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. 
Until next time, let's get this money.